Hello and welcome Nightly Embers to Ashes to Ashes, your go-to podcast for spooky scary stories, your uh, paranormal experience that we have yet to receive. I'm still waiting on those. And then also uh, get your cryptids and your paranormal activity, you know, all all the things. Uh, This past month of December, we've had nothing but new things. Our first week, we introduced our Creepypasta series, and then I decided, why not? Let's do another one. So last week, we covered our our Reddit series and kicked off with uh, some spooky things there. We covered... um... Well, I'm blanking. (laughs) I'm a terrible host. I cannot think of what we covered last week. Moving on, I'm going to think about it later, but this week we have more exciting news. We have Laura with us. She is now, and hopefully forever, our new co-host. So everyone say hi, Laura. Woohoo! Hi. Laura's going to be joining us. It's going to be great. We're going to have lots of fun. Yeah, I I figured, you know, it's fun to interact with everybody, but it's a lot more fun when you have someone to bounce ideas off you know oh yeah and uh, i'll bounce off of some of yours you bounce off some of mine we're gonna be great we're gonna be great yep so the way today's gonna work and i think i'm thinking from here on out we're give we'll give you guys a little uh, tidbit of what we'll be covering for the week, and then, as Laura said, we're gonna be bouncing off each other, just you know, having a good time, super chill. We're gonna have fun. So, without further ado, this week's episode is about the Hat Man. The Hat Man is typically viewed as a type of shadow person. So. What is a shadow person? Um, think of kind of like a ghost, but these entities just they they form from like mists and shadows that are like humanoid or as a type of like shape of a person in general. I honestly think of um Peter Pan's shadow. That honestly freaks me out. Like a lot. Have you have you ever seen like the live action any of the Peter Pan live action movies, Laura? Well, yeah, there was Hook with Dustin Hoffman. I love that movie. And I think I'm yeah. thinking of I don't know what year it was. Oh, I know what I'm thinking of. Have you ever seen the show Once Upon a Time? Yeah, I love that one too. Okay, yeah, that's one of my favorites. The way they portray the shadow in that show. It, it was pretty creepy. That, yeah, that's that's what the kind of vibes I get, like, or what I think of when I think of the Hatman. Just that creepy, like, I mean, he's got, I think he's got red eyes. So it's that same kind of kind of concept. Um, and then to branch off of that, so I found from liveabout.com, shadowmen often occur when you awaken um, partially or in like some sort of REM sleep paralysis. Um, you are semi-conscious, but your vivid dreams are from REM sleep and they continue, um, as they continue and you can experience hallucinations, including that there are, um, that there's like an intruder in your bedroom. 
kind of a thing. And then during this phase, you are unable to move or speak, but your senses seem to be clear. So I've I've experienced uh, sleep paralysis before. That was scary. Yeah, and you don't think that you will wake up. Yeah, my thing was, I'll get more into like the actual story when we when we cover a, like a sleep paralysis episode. But I I just remember I was laying on my stomach and this thing was on me and like I couldn't move and I tried like yelling for help for my boyfriend at the time and like I couldn't get a sound out. It was scary AF. No, I had a similar experience too and I was in a back seat of a car and I'm like, how could I couldn't be this tired? I'm like, okay, Laura, just try squeezing your hand. Try to squat, consciously squeezing your hand, and nothing even happens. I couldn't squeeze my hand. Were you were like sleeping, like from the car, like traveling? I was in the back seat, and uh, my family was on the way to a beach, and I don't know how many times they said my name, mm-hmm. but I'm like, come on, come on, Laura's body, they're saying your name. Mm-hmm. But it had to be until like one of them had to grip my hand or shove my my shoulder to get some movement out of me. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness, finally, he don't know what you guys just did. So, and then also one of the most common um, types of, like, oh my gosh, words are hard today, let me tell you. Um, so the hatman is a type of a shadow person or can be seen as a type of, of shadow person and in many cases the hatman seems to hang around areas that are um, like negative emotions kind of stir up or taking place such as households that have experienced uh, like domestic abuse fighting depression stuff like that it's kind of like one of those common things here where it just kind of like feeds off of it um, but also upon my research, some people, they're not necessarily like, attacked by the Hatman. He just kind of watches and waits until everything kind of like stirs up. Yeah, definitely sounds like an Eli Roth movie, Ash. <laughs> you know, like that movie Sinister or that movie, what was the one? Great, I'm lost for words too now. You know what also comes to mind is, um, what's that? Was it the Hill House? Haunting of Hill House? And then- I've only seen maybe about three episodes of that. So I would recommend it. The Hill House and then um, the Blair, I think it's like the Blair Manor or Blair Mansion. But anyways, in in the first one, in the Haunting of Hill House, um, I've seen articles of, if if you're not paying attention, like you rewatch for the you you watch it once for the story, and then you rewatch it again, and there's different apparitions you see, like in in almost every like major scene or like awesome. I highly recommend to look into it. It's, it's creepy, but that's what kind of just reminds people, just like these ghostly figures, just like watching you, and they're they're clearly there. Sometimes you know they make that presence, and sometimes they don't. They make a great audience Mm -hmm. for especially uh, disturbances or or any kind of uh, 
negative timing, of course. Yeah. I, I feel like um, negative emotion or or anything like that, Just a, it's a common, like, source of food for them. You know, it's like they want to latch onto that. Because what else do they got to do? Can you imagine them kind of just sitting back and watching and eating popcorn? Like, be the, be a shadow person? Yeah. I'll, I'd do that right now. And I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> um, give me my popcorn. I'm here to watch the drama. Like, don't mind me. <laughs> they canceled my soap operas today. Yeah. So now you're my soap opera. <laughs> but I will interfere later. <laughs> uh, and uh, to kind of branch off that as well. So other people have believe to see the hatman as like a demon being sent to them who are about to like die or, or go to hell kind of a thing and that kind of goes into um, a story I wanted to share from Riker.com so basically these people they share their stories um, from what I can tell a good chunk of them are actually from reddit um, and then once they like post their stories I don't know how they go about it but then like people rank yes or no like is it is it creepy or not um this one it's from reddit user aggravating gate 4242 and it goes so the night my best friend and i encountered him referring to the hat man uh we literally had four with a bunch of exclamation points by the way they're like super exaggerated they had four near-death experiences while driving two of them were with their friends and the, the driver was at fault and the other two were not we were so shaken up that they nearly they're so shaken up that uh many uh they they they, they miss um Wow, I cannot like read today. This is kind of embarrassing. Oh my gosh, it's okay. We'll get through it. It's been a long day. Um Okay, so they go through they go through their accidents, right? Or the almost and they decided to kind of end their day early or whatever. They're just hanging out in the basement, her and her, her friends. And the, the, the Reddit user, the poster, they turned around and they watched the seven foot tall shadow man walk through the tapestry and into the spot of where um, they were sitting beforehand. And he has a long top hat and a trench coat. He may have not he may have had a walking stick too but couldn't remember because he was pretty much floating over the center table so imagine this thing pretty much coming out of the wall just floating across just like sit where you sat and then her and her friend are so shaken that they didn't stick around to get a real good look at at the figure and then they just bolted out of the basement and hung. They haven't hung out there now. Their sense. I'm like, why would you be in the basement in the first place? Like, I don't care if it's furnished or not. That's just like a dog. 
like, I don't care. Tragedy waiting to happen. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I read these and I'm like, why? So uh, the rest of the night, they they spend hearing various things from all over the basement. Wait. Why did... They must have been hearing it, like, from the floor because, like, they just said that they weren't in the basement. They eventually fell asleep and they had the most vivid nightmares about dying. And then they go on to tell the audience that the, the craziest part was when she saw her cousin the next day and telling her about the insane experience the cousin told her that she saw the, the hat man too when she was a little girl she like the cousin she's telling the story when she was a, a little girl she fell out of the bunk bed and somehow landed on a huge pile of pillows and then she saw the shadow man as she woke up on the floor and she told her mom about it and then her mom admitted that she saw him too that's creepy yeah like okay like you fall out of your bed and you know you're dazed or whatever you know you see think you see this thing and then like just freak your mom to be like nope he's here he haunts our house you <laughs> see when you said fall off his bed i think of like a bunk bed or something like that and that's what i'm thinking of that's what i imagine too like no yeah yeah she fell out of her bunk bed okay yeah that yeah so that makes sense we we're imagining this or visualizing this correctly okay and the mom is just like oh yeah nope i saw too we're haunted <laughs> yeah exactly time to pack your stuff there are stories out there where um what was it i don't want to give too much away because I'm saving it for later on. But like, there are stories where um, tenants, like rental tenants, they'll like mm -hmm. move in and then, you know, they'll have some creepy, scary thing happen and they'll like, you know, move out right away. Don't get come back to get their stuff. But like the same thing happens to, to tenants after that. Okay. It's like, yeah. yeah. We're, we want we want to get out of here, but we're we're not gonna take any of our stuff with us until later. Yeah, they just evacuated the property. I would do the same thing too. Yeah, it's like nope, we're gone. We're not doing this anymore. That I think that's a common thing though. No, um, I imagine if I ever it'd be like that that movie Haunted House, and he tries to uh, be like. The house is haunted. Peace. And then he drives away in a moving van. And then the next scene, he comes up to him from a driving, uh, crying because of the sign that you'd have normally in the, when it's a for sale sign. And he's, the, the house says, the house sign says it is um, pos possession. And then he's crying because it's already possessed. Oh no, I've never seen that movie. It's funny, but no, it's just, it feels like 
I would probably be doing the same thing too. How am I supposed to sell this house if it's already possessed? Yeah, oh, um, we'll get into to it in a later episode too, but I was looking into, um, it's called like the Screaming House. It's in Missouri somewhere. And uh, so they, what was it? I had a train of thought and then I, it just, It's gone. I lost it. We're off to wait for it because it's it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It'll it's gone. Back I can't. Again. Nope. I had a thought, and then it's gone. Okay, I was gonna search for it, but we'll save it for next time. Yeah, we'll save it for for an episode. I do want to do an episode on on that house. I I listened to a podcast earlier this week. I'm like, oh, I have to write down that episode idea because. I want to cover it too. Uh, but okay, so what happened to this family? Does it say anything about what they did or after they saw this fat shadow figure? No, it's just, hey, I saw this thing too. And that was the end of the, the post thing. They're like, they just, they just saw it as, and it, and it came and went as, as soon as it appeared. But I don't think I guess falling from the bunk bed would seem scary when you're little though. <laughs> like Yeah, you're so little. And this bed is so huge. It's so far up. No, like that would be like one of my fears is if I had a bunk bed too. I'm jealous for kids who got a bunk bed. I never got one. That would be like <laughs> you would think that would be the fun part too, but once you're on the bunk bed, it feels like you're in a tree house or something like that. I'd have to sleep on the bottom bunk and put like all my toys <laughs> up on the top bunk and be like, you sleep up here. You get to fall off the bed. But um Noah, I found it this this post. I couldn't I didn't find this on Reddit. I found this on my anime list. And this is talking about their personal experience with the hat man. And I'll go ahead and just read it, quote, mm -hmm. just because I'm not really good at summarizing right now. Summarizing and paraphrasing is not in the mindset right now. <laughs> we'll get better. We, we will get better. All right. Uh, and this is from... Uh, PSA Sajak. And dream itself, or rather, the one part with the hat man was rather short. I found myself on the street that was very similar to the, the one where I go to work or return to my apartment. In this case, it looked like I was going home and it was in dark. It was about, oh, uh, 1700 hours. So we're looking at around four o'clock to one o'clock in the morning. Suddenly I saw a person in black and the more precise it seemed that the person itself was blackness itself, like shadow in human form. I asked him suddenly like, who is he several times, but there was no answer and that I just tried ahead and avoid but being 
the boy, the being, but it started walking in the same weird slow motion way, but differently from the slow motion movement it usually depicted in movies and fast enough to move in front of me. He got close to me and that it seems like I was uh, being absorbed in him, which after I woke up and a little disturbed. One other thing on this hat man, there was a one part that was so bright around his abdomen. And while I don't remember him exactly wearing a hat, simply had the knowledge that he does and since this and sense it his hat in my own dream. And this guy never heard of the hat man before this. Did he look up just like this is the thing I saw and then like once he saw like artist renditions of it's like yep that's it that's the thing yeah um he mentions that he it's just like a freddy krueger dream to him oh okay okay yeah man wearing a hat that reminds me so i had this dream once i i don't know if i'd classify it as a hat man but i remember i'm in my room and I wake up for some reason, I look at my door and it's like daylight outside of my dream. Kid you not, this tall guy, he was wearing pinstripe suit. He had kind of, okay, kind of think of like, have you seen, was like the 90s version of like the Dracula movie? Okay. Okay, so think of like that style, but like it was a pinstripe white suit and like just just kind of he, he wanted to take me somewhere i just remember thinking like nope i'm not going with you so maybe i've had and he had a hat he had a top hat too so like what if i have two seen the hat man in a dream and did not realize it until now yeah after all these these description of him i think of the crooked man from uh the Warren movie. The, oh, is it the second one? Yeah, The Conjuring 2. Yeah, The Conjuring yeah, 2. The second one. Yeah, 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 The yeah. Crooked Man. Because mm-hmm. he was tall, he had his pinstriped suit, he had his top hat, and he would use this umbrella cane looking stepping device. And, and it is, he was stiff and creepy and crooked. Mm-hmm. My, yeah, the, the, the hat man in my dream wasn't necessarily like, he just kind of, you know, watched me. You know, just like, hey, how you doing? But yeah, the, the crooked man, he's, he's creepy. Like, like, but those are my favorite. Those movies are my absolute favorite. I love that whole series. I have all of them except the newest one, but that's what I think of. Creepy stuff. Creepy stuff. We're gonna have, we're gonna give ourselves nightmares. It's okay. That's oh, what we're here for. If, if I if I run into you in my dream, I will give you a high five. Like yes, okay, yes, we us. did it. We defeated the nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have another. One. I have another one to share. Okay, so this one it comes from that same ranker website, and it's from Reddit user Spooky Loops. So when I was four. We lived in an older house on the outskirts of a very small town in Oklahoma. My room was rather large for being four, and I always kept my door open at night. 
I feel the same thing. Because if I had to open my, like, my mom's room was right across from mine. So if I had to, I feel ya. I feel ya, spooky loops. <laughs> I woke up one night facing my doorway when I saw a large black figure standing there. He was about as tall as the doorway, leaning against the frame. He had a hat on as well as a trench coat. He had pure white eyes and a horribly creepy smile. That smile still haunts me to this day. His smile was just like his eyes. Pure, no teeth, just white, awful, creepy smile. He was staring at me. I was so frozen in fear that I just stared at him. I wasn't sure what I was supposed to do. And I was so afraid that if I shouted for my parents, he was going to attack me or something. So, I rolled over, hoping he would leave, and I went back to sleep. Isn't that like this, like, you just, like, if you just put your covers over your head, everything goes away. <laughs> There's gotta be something so magical about pulling your covers over your head that makes things go away. When I woke up the next day, I told my parents about it. My dad had kept saying that it was just a nightmare, and our dog, a big German Shepherd mix, by the way, would have known if someone was in the house because he attacked anyone that didn't belong to our family. And he was especially really protective over me. So as I grew up, I'm now almost 26, I kept bringing up the story to my parents. Finally, my dad told me that a few nights prior to my encounter, a car had crashed right outside our house. It actually almost went through my room when it crashed. My dad had said that when it crashed, it was late at night and it had been pouring rain. He said that the man that was in the car, that was in the car, there were two people in the car, he died in the accident. So what if the hat man then, he showed up not for her, but for the guy in the accident? What if the hat man is like a version of like the Grim Reaper or like the angel of death? Why would your dad wait until now to tell you? I don't know. Would you tell a four-year-old what, like, give you more nightmares? I mean, he told them he was 26 years old. I guess it's a pretty good grace period. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, by the way, when you were four and you had that encounter, you, you almost died. Well, I guess, yeah, she could have, they could almost die too. If it went through the bedroom, like, that, that could have been a serious accident. Like... Uh, when your four-year-old is trying to communicate something like that to you, don't you think that's fishy at all? And and kids, they see stuff. They, I don't get my, if whenever I have kids and they come and be like, don't worry, kiddo, you do not have an active imagination. I believe you 1,001%. Now let's go shopping for some stage. Yeah, here's, here's your first thing of stage. I'm not going to give you this lighter, but here you go. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> There's, here's a little prayer you can say, you know, just like the whole thing. Here's your first crucifix. Yeah, a whole kit for you. Yeah, just like toddler's playset of spiritual helping <laughs> items. Like, <laughs> like they have like, happened. like they have. Okay, you want a doctor's kit? Do you want? Here's a toolbox kit. Nope. Here's here's your religious. You know, safety kit. This was specifically for 
for exorcisms, we have one specifically for treatment counters, we have one specifically for all you you name it, we got it. Yes. That was all the stories that I had found that I wanted to share. No, I didn't really find so much more stories, but I did find this artist called Seymour Rosovsky. And like he Russian? was a, um, I was gonna guess Italian, but I could Italian. find out. I do not, I am not the person to ask. <laughs> I mean, I, he, he could be having some pretty deep roots and still be different or two or three heritage. That is, that is true. I just know um, I can't pronounce it. His nationality says American. Okay. With um, a really hard last name. Perfect. But yeah, this artist, uh, 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 he, he died in 1981. He was very active in the 40s. But some of his most famous paintings are a man with a hat in it. And if you actually look up some of his paintings, Shut up. they're pretty creepy looking too. How do you say, how do you spell his name? It is Seymour and R-O-S-O. F S K Y. I found it. I found it. Found it. Let's see. And they're pretty trippy for the time, if you ask me. And and he ended up working for the uh. He went to the school of the art institute in Chicago, so he wasn't that far from us either. But his stuff is there. I thought about going there. It's a great program. This stuff is so creepy. We'll have to share a few to the to the Facebook group. By the way, guys, if you want to interact with other nightly embers, feel free to go over to the Ashes to Ashes fan page. You can get there by going to the main Facebook page. We have the same logo, all that. And you can get to the fan page from the main page. And I will link that in the description as always. So we'll be posting there too. But yeah, so this uh, Rosalowski man, he taught in his bio on wikipedia i know wikipedia is the devil for some people but it was the best place i thought it works (laughs) it was the best resource i could get at the time but it talked about how he had all these um mental issues too Uh, it doesn't really go specifically into some of his dreams but he has had hallucinations before like many of our great artists. And uh, uh, he he wasn't the normal kind of guy. He really wasn't, he was far from normal. And he expressed in all that in his his work. And I think it was quite fascinating, especially for the time he was practicing too, because that was how he could express himself. He just put it all down on a canvas. 
happen. That's some creepy stuff. Like, it is. This is kind of kind of morbid, <laughs> but I mean, it works. You also think about art too. Like some people be like, "Well, it's too creepy," or that's not what art is. Yes, it is. That's exactly what it is. You know, like there's no rules to art. There really isn't. Yeah, I found him by um, when I did a I did a search for a man in hat painting or something like that. Cause I, uh, and then his one of most his most famous ones is his painting of a black hat man and fun mirror, and it's a man looking at himself in the mirror and he says of himself, but taller. Because it's and, the, the guy behind him. Is that what it is? I don't know. I'm just like, you're giving me a visual and I'm just like, that's what I imagine. <laughs> and, I found uh, it. I think I found it. I think I found it. Is it like a funhouse like mirror? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found it. Yeah, I should have mentioned it was a funhouse mirror. And uh, that's creepy because it's got like all the same kind of characteristics. Yeah, we'll, yes. we'll post it. we'll post this on the on the page because, but that yeah, I think because like his shadow, like granted, it's like a funhouse one, so like you're gonna it's gonna be distorted, but like, still, that's 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 a great visual, like, and uh, there might be some truth to behind this because what if we see that creepy man in a hat when we look at ourselves, maybe. Do we do this to ourselves? I don't think we do this to ourselves. We can't be doing this to ourselves, no. But we uh, might because if the hat man, I mean, if the hat man or just any of these shadow people, they come at a state of grief or, you know, depression and then a lot of these things they can- Paranoia. Paranoia, yeah. yeah they can, you know, you can get into like, What's it called? You can't sleep insomnia, and then you start like hallucinating, and then like who knows? Like, I'm not a scientific person, and I'm not a skeptic, but when your mind starts to wander, it starts to wander. So creepy. And, and that's its own. That's its own kind of wormhole right there too. And, but no, definitely. If you look at these. Um, I love to hear some opinions about some of his work too, or if somebody knows about this artist, I would love to know about it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we definitely want, we want to hear your opinions. We want to hear if you've come, have, have you witnessed the hat man? Because apparently I have, and I didn't know it. I just thought it was just some guy in a striped suit that looked like someone from like, Oh, Dorian Gray. That's what I was trying to think of from um, that one movie, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I love that's, that movie. That's literally who, like, it was Dorian Gray, but not in my dream. But he, like, he was, I don't know. And uh, now when I can't look at the planter's peanuts guy the same anymore. Even Peanuts uh, has their own hat, man. <laughs> no escape so he is most likely in your house right now oh probably wait i don't have any i don't have any peanuts in my house if you have a peanut allergy you're good 
I just don't have any peanuts. Now I want peanuts. I'm hungry. Can you tell? <laughs> uh, but no, I can't look at the planter's peanut man the same anymore because he has this very similarity to this hat man, crooked man, kind of red eye-ish kind of. And I know I bet now. there's some creepy fan art about it because why wouldn't there be? And that I will appreciate that fan art. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I think this was a good start to um, to bringing Laura on as co-host. I feel like the conversation is tons more natural. I don't feel so nervous. And I don't feel as nervous as I thought I would be. It's just a cool conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know for sure it does help me to have a conversation too, mm -hmm. especially with how I project on things. Mm -hmm. And then to go back and forth and just, you know, all these different avenues of like, oh, I didn't think about that. Before we, before we end to this week's episode, you know who else has a hat and appears during sleep paralysis? Start with an F. It does. Good old Freddy Krueger. Freddy. He's my favorite. I don't care. Everybody that likes Michael and Jason, I'm sorry. I will They're always... great. They're great too. I mean, he's, and... he's a he's a comedian. He tells great jokes. He's tall. He wears a fedora, <laughs> like. And uh, I don't know. Wes Wes Craven based him off of a dream too, so there's some uh, there's some food for thought right there too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, so many possibilities. But I know. You know, with that, let us know if, if you have anything you want to share, encounters, you know, personal stories all together. You can send your emails to ashes to ashes spooky podcast at gmail.com. You can send us a message on Facebook and then or also on Instagram. Oh, let's see what else am I? I don't think I'm forgetting anything. No, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, we'd love it. If you would leave a review, we want to know what you want to more hear of. All that fun stuff. I know it's housekeeping, kind of, but how how do you, how do we know if you want to reach out if you don't know how to? I agree. Well, let's give Laura a nice round of applause. Thank you. It's been you. great. It's been great. You're great. Aw, thanks. Uh, we will be back next week. Same time, same same place. Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google even. We're all, we're on all the things. So no excuses. Tell your friends, tell your families, and stay spooky.